Welcome to the 30th episode of Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about the Indian markets and I analyze the markets and in today's episode, as always, I'll be talking about Nifty 50 and some of its underlying stocks as well as my trades for the day. So without, you know, further ado, you know, let's let's get into today's movements and very clearly what we can see uh you know the bears and the bulls had quite a fight today and uh, you know especially if you would have seen the intraday movement you would have seen that um you know there was a very strong battle between the bulls and the bears uh, especially because of the support that we saw and i'll come to that later when we come to this 10 minute uh, chart analysis but you know the reason why i'm saying that there was a massive fight is because when we look at nifty we see that it was just 37.95 points down closing at 11474 however when we look at bank nifty it was um you know 773 points down and that is just a massive massive uh fall from you know where it previously was so clearly we can see that nifty fared much better than its banking counterpart and uh, we will obviously come to more on nifty in our 10 minute chart analysis so let us start with that all right in the 10 minute analysis as i've always said we will start with pure price no indicators no retracements and you know the pure price charts tell us that 20th september's support or rather 20th september's high was a very strong support today and we can see that the price the day's low almost touched that level i'll actually help you with that that level right now and i can see that the high was around 11381 or so and today's low was 11,390 so nine points between them not too far off at all Um, in fact as we'll come to you know later on in this episode we'll also see how this actually fits into the entire uh, daily trend and daily chart and what we can also see here from the pure price chart is that it's it's almost attempted to fill in that gap that was created on uh, you know 23rd of september is open so that is also an observation whether it actually tomorrow whether it actually fills in that gap completely or it takes support from that again you know 20th september's high is something that we'll have to see and you know especially when we consider that it could have uh, you know definitely closed above uh, yesterday's close when we consider that uh, it does become sort of, you know, almost evident or rather it does hint towards the fact that the bulls seem to be losing power, losing grip over the bears uh, purely because it was a negative day for Nifty. Uh, considering that, we may just see, you know, a retest of A, uh, the support level that we saw today, or B, you know, a complete gap filling. So, you know, that that is what uh, I can read on the pure price chart. Once we do bring in the retracements, though, uh, and again, this one is going to be the same retracement that we've been using for the past few days. 
and I'll just help you with what retracement it actually is. So which, uh, you know, which two swing highs and swing lows are actually joining. And, you know, it, it is going to be 23rd September's high and it's going to be 25th September's low. So when we actually join those, uh, we can see that again, and this, this retracement has been working for the past three, four days now. And it did work today also. And, you know, it, it was, well, you know, work as in it did explain some of the movements. We can see that it did uh, give us some additional insight into why the support levels were where they were. It also gave us some additional insight into why the resistance levels were where they were. And, you know, overall, all things considered, it's it's just like an added explanation. These fib retracements, uh, nothing we did not know. Uh, you know, just sort of reinforcing what we already knew. So, you know, that was the main retracement. And this is the retracement that I've been using. Uh, now that I actually see uh, the charts right now, uh, very clearly, I'll try to do another retracement. And it is going to be uh, yesterday's high and today's low. So if I can just do that real quick, if we can see whether there is something interesting happening and there was so we can see that so where where the support zone was just above uh, you know the point where it, where it actually bounced back uh, like the consolidation zone the support accumulation zone so that that saw resistance from 23.6% fib at 11434 and yes i'm back with the price levels thankfully the server is up and running super excited for that and yeah so 11434 resistance because of fib and you know when we actually saw the turn back happening when we saw it turning back from uh, well pretty much yesterday's close we can see that that is almost exactly at 61.8 percent fib at 11504 so that's where we saw it turning back and I mentioned 11,504, the day's high being 11,508, turning back from that. Does this or does this not remind you of something that I've been saying for, well, almost a week now? I introduced that uh, term to you guys almost a week now, almost a week ago now. Does does anyone, does it ring a bell for anyone? I'll, I'll wait for a second, I'll wait for you to think. And three two one it is psychological resistance because it might not have wanted to cross 11,500 which is why it just turned back from there and it has maintained 11,400 levels this is also another sign that the bears are winning well partially anyway that hey you know we will not let the index go above 11,500 and that may be why we saw a turn back from yesterday that may be why we actually saw a gap down opening today so that is the 10 minute chart without the indicators when we do look at the indicators uh, and again the indicators that I'm using now are the moving averages simple moving averages 8, 20, 50, 200 and uh, the pivot points so when we do look at all of those things, uh, we can see a very clear buy signal right before, you know, the massive uh, two candle sprint that happened. So we can see an 820 crossover happening and we can also see that the point where it turned back from is 
quite close. I, I would not really say it was too close, but it, it's roughly close to the 200 MA on the 10 minute chart. So, and every single person by now, I'm hoping, knows how crazy I am about 200 MAs because of just how effective they've, you know, shown to be. So, perhaps that was also a reason. And from that turn back, we can see that it did have a lot of a lot of support from 50MA and 8MA. So, yeah, we, we are also getting some sort of, you know, explanation on why we saw a support there. Coincidentally, it also happens to be the 38.2% FIB level. So, you know, 11,461 is where there was also a support in addition to the moving average support. So, you know concluding like to conclude uh, the daily movement we saw a gap down we saw it going down till uh, 20th september's high from there it took support it went back uh, it went back up it recovered it almost recovered completely and from there it faced some pretty severe resistance from yesterday's close and it turned back uh, closing at almost just just below uh, today's open so that is what we saw on the intraday chart and now let us jump on into the daily chart and while we are looking at the daily charts we can see that there was definitely an attempt yesterday to actually fill in the gap that was created on 23rd while the gap was not completely filled uh, we saw the index, we definitely saw the index, uh, you know, taking some support from 23.6% FIB and, you know, 23.6% FIB, again, great, great support from what we've seen in the past, purely because it's been, you know, it, it, was, a ma it was a pretty good support even on 23rd September when we actually saw that gap up happening. So, yeah, it seems like that's working again. Uh, if that is going to be the case, if it is going to work like that, then we may possibly see a positive movement tomorrow. And the basis for that and the basis for that uh, sort of analysis of mine is that we also saw something similar happening on Infi yesterday. Uh, and of course, by yesterday, I mean on Friday that we saw two negative candles taking support at 23.6 or at least one of the FIB levels. And from there, they jumped up today. So if we are going to be seeing something similar, then we might see a positive day tomorrow purely because of 23.6% support. Perhaps it may touch that 11,460 level first and then jump up. So that that's what I feel might happen on the positive side. In terms of resistances, it's going to be uh, yesterday's level so it it might have it might face some resistance at around 11460 or so or rather 560 or so and it might then face some resistance at 11580 and of course psychological resistance is always going to be there uh that said it might just face psychological resistance at 11500 you know a relatively range bound or flat movement tomorrow that is also a possibility uh coming to uh, you know, the downside, if it does go bearish tomorrow, if we see a negative day for Nifty, then it may just decide to fill in that gap completely. Uh, or rather, at least partially, you know, hit the low at least. So, <clears throat> if we are going to see that happening, uh, we should see the very first support in at around 11,380. Again, this is the support which actually helped 
the index bounce back up today so that that might just be a support for tomorrow also the next the next support is going to be at around if i can just see on my chart it's going to be at around 11000 uh 340 or so and this is one of the previous supports that we've seen so after 11380 11340 and i can see another uh relatively minor support at uh, just just above 11,400 <clears throat> and that might actually just tie in with the fact that there is obviously going to be some psychological support happening so that's it on the downside uh, you know worst case scenario we might see a support at 11,311 and if it does fill in the gap completely we'll see the support happening at 11,270 though let's be honest a uh, well, I mean, a 200-point move tomorrow, a down move tomorrow might not be the most likely thing. Uh, but again, markets, you know, markets work the way they want to work, not the way I would want them to work or you would want them to work. So, again, you know, that that really can't comment on that. <clears throat> Depends on the markets entirely. So, you know, that's what I can see on, as far as the Fib retracements are concerned. And, you know... In terms of the overall trend that I've been seeing, I've been noticing, uh, I, I would definitely not say that it's negative. Uh, you know, a lot of people, again, as I mentioned in one of my previous episodes also, a lot of people have been saying that Nifty looks bearish, Nifty is definitely going to fall down below 10,000 levels, you know, in the coming few months. And honestly, I would not comment on the trend that, uh, you know, would, might happen in the coming few months. However, in terms of, you know, the the coming few weeks or rather the coming few days, I don't think it's going to be that negative purely because it's got a ton of supports and because, you know, we've seen that sort of uh, up-down movement that's been happening when we have such big moves and when we have, you know, that, that trend line support also. So I feel that, you know, some up-down moves might happen. In general, though, I'm definitely not bearish on Nifty. Uh, that that's again that's my personal reading and that's my reading based on what we've seen in the past and based on the trend overall trend that we're seeing uh again higher highs higher lows is what we're seeing right now so again if it does want to actually stick to the trend it has to make a new all-time high pretty soon and by pretty soon i mean in a few months so there is my analysis on uh, the daily chart Another sort of longer term resistance that I see happening is the 0% Fib level because it is, you know, like a change in polarity. <coughs> so, you know, perhaps that might just come into the picture and, you know, I'm, I'm just uh, sort of skimming through the notes that I've done, notes that I've written on uh, today's market and I can, I, I, I missed out on this fact that today appears to be like almost like a hammer pattern and as a result, you know, hammer patterns are generally signs of... Uh, reversals whether it is going to be a reversal for the shorter term trend or the longer term trend not too sure i personally believe that considering you know the shape and the size and the well the overall pattern that we're seeing it might just you know bounce back up tomorrow so again that is my sort of reading of the daily charts and you know let, let's take it ahead we will come to the day's gainers and the day's losers Starting off with the day's 
gainers we see bharti airtel up 5.14 percent and this is very interesting very good to see here uh, because i believe this was actually i had mentioned it in one of my previous episodes also that uh, you know my overall view of airtel is pretty positive because we've been seeing a consistent uptrend from airtel and you know i haven't drawn a trend line yet but i'll just do it live here uh uh very very smooth trend line again um you know okay so i'll i'll just let help you with the trend line details also it just struck me so 22nd october 2018 uh to the low created by 20th september and you will have almost a perfect trend line and purely based on that i'd mentioned yesterday or day before yesterday or at least in one of my previous episodes that hey you know bharti airtel looks pretty good especially with uh, you know it being the number 2 uh, competitor to jio or rather the number 1 competitor to jio and you know interestingly more on that market share thing uh, airtel predicts that they'll have 35% market share and that is definitely very very good and you know another thing that uh, you know that that just sort of uh, shows on the daily chart is that the there was some very very clear resistance given by 374 price and this is something that i'd mentioned in one of my previous episodes again uh, uh you know i i am cross referencing to all these episodes purely because i just want you to know that hey you know Uh, all of these movements are definitely not random they definitely have some reasoning behind them so you know for that reasoning you can refer to one of my previous episodes uh that's that's the main reason why i'm mentioning all of this so you know again in one of my previous episodes 374 was a resistance level uh, i i believe it was in yesterday's episode only i'll just take a look at my notes here and it was on day before yesterday's episode podcast episode 28 uh, i'd mentioned that 374 is the resistance level for airtel the day is high 374.9 so you know just goes to show that hey you know technical analysis when done correct does uh, you know explain a lot of the price movements so do keep that in mind the next resistance according to that is going to be at 379 uh just below 380 uh the one after that should be at around 391 or so 388 391 around that level and the one after that at 399 that's 0% fib for me and also psychological resistance so that is bharti airtel the next gainer on our list or rather on nifty 50s list which also happens to be our list is uh hcl tech up 3.8% and i'm waiting for the chart to load and this i had mentioned in yesterday's episode that there is a very clear 820 crossover on the weekly chart and today it just shot up and you know there's there's another reason for that and uh it is one of my favorite reasons ever and if you can guess it right good for you not too hard to guess it is the 200 day moving average and i fanboy about the moving average a lot but that's just because it's so damn effective it's it's worked out to be so effective that you know it just bounced up from the 200 day moving average 
also i just uh, drew a very quick trend line as i was talking about the 200 dma and you know that trend line is from 27th june 2016 yes 2016 to mm, the, the low created on 26 23rd september so if we do join that we see a very clear uptrend and right now you know higher highs and higher lows right now what we are seeing is not a higher high it is however a higher low so it may possibly be you know in the consolidation region uh, quite possibly again you know it may just uh, continue increasing and create a higher high in order to create a higher high it will have to go above first above 1130 then above 1150 and then finally you know obviously there are going to be further resistances but then finally above 1190 and once that is done it will have successfully created a higher higher and you know that would again show that hey you know the trend is definitely positive so that that is hcl tech and the next the next day's gainer is 3.76 percent up upl and the reason for that is there has been a consistent uptrend since august of 2019 14th august to be precise we've seen the index we've seen the stock going up and up and up and you know this can probably be even proved by a trend line a lot of trend lines in this episode and yes it definitely can be proved or rather supported by a trend line so upl the trend line obviously going to start on 13th august and will continue till pretty much today so that's upl that's a reason well that's one of the explanations that one can give for the reason it actually went up uh infi infosys is the next one next gainer on our list three percent dot up closing at 805 es 805 that is above the psychological resistance so however it is right under 61.8 percent fib resistance at 806.85 now i had mentioned infosys in the previous segment also that's the daily analysis and the reason why i actually mentioned infosys is because infosys saw two negative candles uh you know taking support at around the same point that's 38.2 percent fib also 78 uh, 782.05 in number terms so we saw those two supports and i believe in yesterday's episode i'll again i'll just check my notes to refer back and is infosys on my list I'll just have a look real, real, real quick. Infosys has to be on one of my lists. And um, so this this is sort of time consuming, you know, going back to my notes. But the reason I'm doing that is because if you want a more detailed explanation, you'll just find it in that episode. So trying to find it here, Infosys, can't, can't really look at it anywhere. Definitely on one of my previous... Uh, episodes yeah episode number 27 if you look at again this is going to be in the very last segment or the second to last segment i had mentioned uh, infosys it was a day's loser at that time i'd mentioned that you know there is 38.2 percent support and after that also we saw support from 38.2 percent 
and that made me you know wonder that hey if this is such a strong support level it might just possibly jump up from there and it did and again purely based on uh, the chart patterns and the fib retracements is how i had you know analyzed the stock and now it's slowed down at 61.8% again 806 price level so we may see some resistance from there or we may just see an open and then boom just uh, just another positive day for infosys and you know there was another news based event for infosys i mean nothing too uh, too major it was them basically winning uh, a un award for some eco friendly stuff that they've done something related to climate change or something i'm assuming so again i don't think that that is actually any importance of any importance on in the stock markets but you know it's just i i like to mention the news based events also just as like an added bonus obviously i'm not going to be trading or investing by these news purely but you know just just as a general knowledge of the stocks that we're talking about you should know i should know everyone should know what is going on with these stocks that's why i actually mention all these news now uh, the next gainer for the day is itc 2.73% up now uh, okay before even looking at the uh, at the stock price of the at the at the daily chart of the stock uh there there's this one uh, thing now i okay now i now since i have actually looked at the chart uh there there is this ban on e-cigarettes by the government and it is speculated that since the government owns around 10% of itc again not sure please get these facts checked if you are actually getting in using this as a basis which i again do not recommend so apparently since itc is owned 10% or so by the government or at least since the government has has some stake in itc uh they're saying that hey you know that's probably why e-cigarettes were banned because you know itc controls some cigarette brand again not to sure about cigarettes in general uh because i'm not a user thankfully so uh i'm not too sure which actually com- which brand is controlled by itc but since you know itc has direct uh you know direct relation to cigarettes and cigarette sales would really jump up the stock price up so that that's possibly why we saw a random increase on 23rd also you know especially because we did not really see a positive movement on the 20th which is actually where the big move was the move was actually on 23rd so i'm assuming that if the cigarette ban and you know what what better way to actually fact check that than actually look at when the e-cig ban was there so i'll just you know look it up on my slow laptop mm, e-cigarette ban in india looks like a hot topic no pun intended uh no i do not want to see news from 14 hours ago why is it showing me news mm, 20th september is where the news based event was let's see what it did on 20th september uh oh it was over the weekend it seems but wait i believe i had seen this news before sorry be- sorry why this is sorry for this being super unscripted i i just you know I just remember that 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 event had happened that's a pretty big uh, news based event so um, it happened on 18 September 18 September 
Ah, not really a great day for ITC. Very average spinning top we're seeing. Was it? Ooh, no. That was the day after. Spinning top with decent volumes. I'm assuming that, uh, you know, the the news came out after the market hours because the next day had massive, massive volumes. I'll just check the timings on this news article so I can help you better. Again, I generally don't like to go this in-depth into one stock because, you know, it's, it's basically almost like a waste of time. But... Uh, considering that this is an important news and I've seen this uh, being discussed you know I thought I'd just uh, mention this also so yes in fact it did the news did come out after the market uh, after after the markets had closed and that's probably why we saw you know such a massive massive volume if I just pull the volumes up again we can see that almost the highest ever volumes that we've seen on ITC uh, volumes of I can't even read that number it's that big uh, of 6.35 crore were seen on that day after that it has jumped up I believe that is no coincidence now it is above 50 MA and it's doing pretty good so uh, there's also a crossover there's also an 820 crossover that's happened so definitely good positive things for ITC and this is a stock that I've actually bought. ITC and Marico, those are two stocks that I've bought. More on that and the trade basis in the final segment of this podcast. Now let's, you know, carry on with the day's gainers. The next one was TCS, or rather is TCS, since the day is not over. So TCS did not breach that 2100 level that I was hoping it would breach. If you remember, I had mentioned that, you know, if it does cross, if it does cross 2100, then we can sort of say that because that uh, psychological barrier has been breached, it's it's definitely a reasonably positive trend. Uh, however, that was not the case. As a result, you know, I cannot, I cannot really say that it was a positive, we, we, we're going to see a positive trend purely because of that reason. However, it is definitely above 200 moving average again my favorite moving average it seems uh, but no that's not the case all the moving averages are my favorite moving averages uh, and this is important especially because you know the stock T- uh, TCS in general has not always traded below the 200 moving average so it's definitely something positive now it's also above 38.2% fib which is at 2097 and this fib is drawn from 3rd, 3rd September's high to 23rd september's low so if we draw that fib it's at 209 it's above 2097 which is a resistance since it's about 2097 and if it closes about 2100 we should be seeing the next target as 2135 which is the 50 percent level for tcs there's also some more of a resistance at 2129 but damn close to 2135 so we'll just take it as that uh, on the RSI front, it is just above 40, it's at 44, so that's also good news, and I do have a position in TCS that's open, uh, so, you know, if it does increase, woohoo, if it does not increase, I'll just tell everyone that, hey, I'm a long-term investor, I don't really give a, uh, you know, give a hoot about all of these fluctuations, while I actually cry deep down inside. So that's TCS, and... Let's move on to the day's losers now. 
Alright, leading the pack for the day's losers is Yes Bank, minus 15.08%. Side note, thankfully, Eibel Housing Finance is out of Nifty, otherwise that would have been a massive top loser at around at just above 30%. So, oof, thank God. I had mentioned uh, in a semi-clickbait type of title that, you know, here is why Eyeball Housing Finance will never be featured in my top losing list ever again. And that's because it is dropped. So, if you're wondering that, hey, you know, I'm looking at reports of Eyeball Housing Finance dropping by 30% and up, it's, it's down to 200 some some levels and if you're wondering, do not panic. It is out of Nifty. However, if you're still a, still a stockholder of Eibel fi- Housing Finance, you can continue to panic because, uh, you know, the exclusion of exclusion from Nifty is not exactly positive for you. Uh, however, uh, based on memory, it is still at that price zone, which is a support. So, you know, I I'll, I I will not yet uh, disregard that view and opinion of mine just quite yet because it's still at that support zone if we do some uh, see some positive movement or some positive news from eyeball then we should be seeing some good moves however since it is out of nifty 50 it is also out of our list for today so the day's loser yes bank minus 15.08 percent down sounds like a big number it's still at the 40 levels though it hasn't breached 40 yet uh, by the looks of it, it soon might. Uh, if it does breach 40, then, you know, it, it might just end up facing 40, uh, you know, the round number logic, the psychological resistance instead of the support that it's having right now. Especially when you consider that the day's low was 40.95. So it definitely tried to breach that 40 level, but thankfully it was unsuccessful. Uh, and I say thankfully because I believe I have some holdings in Yes Bank. Uh, you know, again, I'm still consoling myself that, hey, you know, I'm a long-term investor. These small moves don't really matter, but they actually do. Uh, that is That definitely was sarcasm in the previous uh, segment. So, yeah, I mean, Yes Bank, again, I am not going to uh, say that it's still bad because, hey, you know, that support level is still there. And that support level is actually just at around 43 or 40 or so. So, you know, there's always that sort of slim possibility that we see it bouncing up. Uh, I wouldn't be too hopeful personally because a lot, a lot of uh, very, very negative news. However, if the Paytm deal goes through, then we should be seeing some hopefully decent things. Uh also another news-based factor for yes bank and this is also valid for our next uh, loser for the day indusin bank is that you know one of the reasons why they actually went down this much is because they have some exposure to india bulls housing finance which did extremely poorly today as i mentioned however both the both the the management executives of both banks have come ahead and said that hey you know those are uh, those debt things are fully uh, collateralized so they, they, you know, do not worry there they are completely secured and we will not be losing money on that so uh, let's see you know i i generally do not like to go by their words because you know at the end of the day they have a share price to protect so nothing too much i would not really comment on that however keeping that in mind 
you know yes bank might just move tomorrow if it says ki ha you know wow you know the 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 executive has reassured us was perhaps it'll move so that is a possibility for yes bank i would not really count on it if you are even remotely thinking about buying yes bank too risky i would not go in unless you are prepared to take the risk and you know you are confident that that support level at 41 or 43 will work then it's a different picture otherwise you know avoid so that's yes bank indusind bank same issue it's down filled the gap down 6.57% uh closing at my chart is not loading unfortunately and yes i do look at the charts uh, while i'm speaking live so yeah uh closing at 1383.55 down 6.57% it has successfully filled in the gap that it cre- it had created on 23rd so you know everything fine now uh except the price which is down so it is below 20ma which is what worries me the most it is also below 50ma which is what worries me further and it is obviously below 8ma which is fine you know it goes up it goes down 8ma is not that hard to breach uh, the other two moving averages sort of are uh, but again considering that uh, you know the company executives have come forward and said that hey you know those ibel housing finance uh, you know mortgages or debt obligations whatever they were are secured so don't worry so perhaps we may see some tension being eased uh, as far as indusind bank is concerned so again that does not stop it from being today's loser it might stop it from being tomorrow's loser so that's indusind bank uh, i might have messed up i might have said india bulls ignore that it's indusind bank let me let me just let me just clarify that <laughs> and the next one is going to be sdi bank minus 3.7% uh closing at 270.8 oh yeah it's definitely closing and approaching that support level it's at 267 or so uh the support level that i'm talking about so super excited for that if it does miss that uh that level the next one is going to be at 259 260 around that level several several support zones on sbi so i would not really call it a losing stock just yet and looking at the trend we're seeing that it's largely positive especially when we're seeing uh, higher highs and higher lows i've mentioned that so many times and you know it should almost be sort of uh, engraved inside your brains that hey you know whenever i open this guy's podcast he'll end up saying two things for sure one thing is 200 day moving average because for some reason he is obsessed and the other thing is going to be this uh, you know whatever i just said so <laughs> and higher high higher low that that's what i just said so yeah again if we do draw a trend line it's very very smooth and purely based on that trend line it has to jump up tomorrow uh, so you know again I'll, i'll share the details of that trend line to 25th april 18 is where your first uh, thing will connect and the last one will obviously connect to today so you know if you can see it's it's a very clean uh, increase that we've seen again according to the trend line we might see a positive move tomorrow if not you know the trend has been broken temporarily it might just jump up uh, you know in the short term 
so that's SBI coming to the news based factors of SBI we're seeing that apparently it's the first Indian bank to have a branch in Australia's Victoria so you know if it's important to investors then the then it's important to me because the price will increase uh, that's the only reason why I actually care about this news Other, apart from that doesn't really affect me obviously a lot of losers today also uh, mostly banking stocks, especially since Bank Nifty fell above 700 points. Damn, just under 800 points. That's, that's honestly crazy. Especially when you consider that, uh, you know, the difference between Nifty and Bank Nifty's uh, movements is almost 20 times. Oh, God, that's crazy. Even even by, you know, the, the regular uh, standards that the disparity that we that we normally see. So yeah, anyway, that's uh, the day's losers. And just add a, as an added bonus, I'll also mention some of the stocks that I talked about yesterday that were on my watch list. Z Limited, again, chart is loading. Uh, below that support zone that I, that I talk about so often, but it still has a lot of support zones at, that, at this level also. At around 257 is one support zone that I see. Another one at 246. So still some time to go. Uh, the day's low was 262. Sorry, 251. So possibly that 250 psychological support also acting in. So that's Z Limited. I have not checked the news on this. Uh, the next one is Tata Motors. Oh my God, my favorite stock. What's happening here? Uh, I've I've shared my you know general views on Tata in on the, in other episodes. Now we see that that sort of uh, 50 MA resistance has proven to be quite costly and quite pricey. Uh, however, if we look at one of the support zones, it's at 117, where it actually took support today. The next one might be a bit too far off. 116 is another one. However, after that, we'll have to wait till 109. So that is Tata Motors. Again, I would not recommend you to get into Tata Motors just quite yet. Uh, you know, however, if it is showing some positive signs, then okay, it's fine. Uh, also, now that I actually look at the chart, I can see that there is almost an M pattern and a sort of continuation pattern that's forming. If we are to be to see actually that continuing, then we may see possibly a spinning top or a doji tomorrow and then a big move or a big move directly tomorrow. So again, that's based on past historical data. Not really sure if it'll apply tomorrow because as we know, Tata Motors also very news-based. So, you know, that's that. The next one, Wade L, Wade Limited, it took uh, resistance instead of support from 23.6 and it actually opened with a gap down. So that's bad, obviously. Below 8 I mean now, uh, sort of floating in the air, the next support being at 149. So that's what we'll see with Vedal. The next one, Hindustan Unilever. I had mentioned that it will definitely test 2000 levels now. And it did test 2000 levels back to 1981 now, just under 8MA. However, 8MA has been a reasonable support, so I don't think it'll fall back further. Uh, at least, you know, it might just consolidate for a bit or increase marginally. Because we also see some uh, 60 RSI support, like the RSI is at 62. So, you know, that there's a chance that it might just bounce back up. However, the, this sort of 2000 level testing was bound to happen. Uh, it's definitely not out of the blue. Again, I have not checked the news-based factors that might have caused this, just purely going by the charts here. Um, another sort of thing that, that just l stares at me right now is that 
uh, it took support from the gap that was created on the 23rd it might just fill in that gap go at go till around 1970 and coincidentally that's actually today's low 1971 is today's low so it might actually just fill in that gap and bounce back up so that, that is definitely a possibility also so again those were the day's losers and you know with that it is time to wrap up this episode and if you learn something it's my pleasure i'm super happy i'm ecstatic if you did not learn something please let me know i i, I would love to improve this uh, you know always 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 happy to get any feedback that i can get so do let me know do share uh, and yeah i mean what what are your views curious to know tata motors in specific because it's a company that i love purely because i love cars and purely because i just feel that there is just so much of wasted potential here so do let me know what your views are on that if you want me to cover any specific stock do drop a request i might consider it and i do not mean to sound pricey i might just consider it because if it fits into you know the episode then i might consider it so that's that i i hope you tune into the next one and since tomorrow is a trading day happy trading